This is Hardy Midday, Hardy County's daily radio news program. For the next 10 minutes, we will bring you the latest in local news and events, sports, weather, agriculture, and much more. If you have an upcoming event in Hardy County, feel free to send it to hardymidday at gmail.com. Please remember to include any necessary information about your event in your message. Hardy Midday is brought to you by First National Bank of Wachula, 406 North 6th Avenue in Wachula, and online at fnbwachula.com. Hardy Midday starts now. Good afternoon, Glenn here. Today is Wednesday, September 6th, and welcome back to Hardy Midday here on Rural Country 102.1 The Outlaw, brought to you by Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960, First National Bank of Wachula at 406 North 6th Avenue right here in Wachula. Starting off with your local news, the Avon Park Air Force Range is training until late this afternoon. Noise levels will be very high for residents in the area. If you know of anyone who might be traveling through St. Lucie County soon, they might spot a new billboard. Dory Ann Myers was last seen on January 10, 2006 in the Lakewood Park area of Fort Pierce. Sheriff's Office detectives have worked with the Florida Sheriff's Association to erect two billboards in St. Lucie County along the route where she most likely traveled. If you have any information related to the disappearance of Dory Ann Myers, please contact Detective Paul Taylor, phone number 772. 772- 462-3386 once again 772-462-3386 or call Treasure Coast Crime Stoppers at 1-800-273-TIPS that's 1-800-273-8477 and 22-year-old Jacob Kite of Polk County was arrested early Sunday morning after his speed was measured to be over 100 miles per hour he refused to pull over for a traffic stop and continued to flee from deputies. Kite was hired as a Polk County Detention Deputy Trainee in February of 2020 and later became a Deputy Sheriff assigned to the Southwest District in April of 2023. He resigned after he was arrested. At approximately 12.06 a.m. Sunday morning, September 4th, PCSO traffic deputies were conducting enforcement on Highway 98 South on traffic traveling in the area of Smith Lane near Lakeland. A deputy clocked a vehicle, a Subaru Impreza, traveling south on 98 towards Bartow at 105 miles per hour in a 60 mile per hour zone. Another deputy later clocked the vehicle between 114 and 117 miles an hour utilizing a laser speed enforcement device. Deputies began attempting to catch up to the vehicle to conduct a traffic stop. The vehicle continued on to Lyle Parkway in Bartow, then on to EF Griffin Road and traveled north towards 540A. While traveling on EF Griffin Road and still attempting to catch up to the vehicle, one of the traffic deputies clocked the vehicle at 130 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone using moving radar. The deputies initiated the traffic stop on EF Griffin Road as the vehicle neared 540A, utilizing lights and sirens. The driver of the vehicle refused to stop. Deputies observed the vehicle go through the stop sign at EF Griffin Road and 540A, veering to the left. As the vehicle attempted to go westbound on 540A, it struck the concrete median separating the westbound and eastbound lanes of travel on the highway, causing damage to the front tires of the 
the vehicle. The vehicle was able to get into the westbound lanes and at one point swerved towards one of the deputy's patrol vehicles in an aggressive manner, almost striking his patrol vehicle. The vehicle continued westbound on 540A and the deputies initiated a pursuit. After several attempts, one of the deputies successfully conducted a pit maneuver that disabled the fleeing vehicle. The suspect was taken into custody after initially refusing to exit his car. Kite appeared to be impaired and intoxicated. He was transported to the sheriff's processing center where breath samples were taken and his breath alcohol level was determined to be 0.035 and 0.034. A drug recognition expert evaluated Kite and a urine sample was taken. Kite was charged with aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer, resisting without violence, resisting with violence, fleeing to elude, leaving the scene of a crash with property damage, reckless driving, and DUI. He was also issued citations for multiple driving infractions, including four speeding tickets, 130 in a 45 zone, 105 in a 60 zone, 90 in a 45 zone, and 60 in a 45 zone, and running a stop sign. Your local events this Friday cheer on your hearty Wildcats as they travel to Point Siena and take on the Eagles in a non-district away game. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. and we'll have live coverage of this game on 1310 AM, 102.1 FM, and online at 1021theoutlaw.com. We're almost out of the summer season, so come make some fall crafts at the Hardy County Public Library this Saturday, starting at 9 a.m. You get to design a fall wreath, beaded corn, fall trees, or a washi tape pumpkin. For more info, call 863-773-6438. And the second annual Eddie Davis Memorial Bulls Bronx and Barrels is also this Saturday at the Hardy County Cattlemen's Arena. Gates open at 5 p.m. and the show begins at 7. Admission is $15 at the gate and kids 8 and under get in for free. And lastly, the best way to fight the Monday morning blues is with food. And the Bowling Green Food Truck Park kicks off at 7 a.m. on September 11th at 133 East Main Street in Bowling Green, featuring family fun, oversized outdoor games, picnic tables, and scheduled live entertainment. For a full calendar of events, visit our quick link. That's hardymidday.com slash food truck. All one word there, hardymidday.com slash F-O-O-D-T-R-U-C-K. Your jobs here in Hardy County, Positive Behavior Supports Corporation is hiring a board-certified behavior analyst. Qualifications include a bachelor's degree in a related field, BCBA or BCABA certification, and reliable transportation. Lakeside Neurologic is hiring a dietary server. A high school diploma or GED is required. Previous culinary experience in a hospital setting, skilled nursing facility, or a school is preferred. And the Center for Great Apes is hiring a skilled laborer, a high school diploma or GED, knowledge of hand tools and maintenance for various machinery and equipment, and a flexible schedule are required. All these jobs and more at Indeed.com. The Hardy County Sheriff's Office, the Wachula and Bowling Green Police Departments, and law enforcement agencies nationwide remind you to do the 9 p.m. routine. Remember to check every door and window in your home at 9 p.m. tonight and ensure that it is securely closed and locked to help protect against burglary. Remember to do the same with your vehicles, removing any valuable something inside. By doing the 9 p.m. routine each and every night, you make your home a safer home. Remember, lock it or lose it. Be sure to send your job openings, news, or events to Hardy Midday 
Hardy, M-I-D-D-A-Y at gmail.com, or you can message us on our Facebook page. Please remember to include any event brochures, pamphlets, or flyers with your message. They'll greatly assist us, and we'll read them on the air for you. Coming up, your local weather report and forecast, plus your agriculture, business, and sports news. Hardy Midday will return in just a moment. First National Bank of Wachula offers mobile banking. Download our mobile banking app and have instant access to your accounts. Check your balance and activity whenever you need to. Manage and pay your bills from almost anywhere. Check out mobile banking from First National Bank of Wachula. It's quick, easy, and secure. PartyMidday.com is your internet destination for area news, upcoming events, and so much more. Our new site combines the stories and events you'll hear on Hardy Midday, plus national happenings. Get an instant look at your weekly weather, plus live radar. Listen to past Hardy Midday shows, and you can even send us your events using our friendly message form. Write it down or make it a bookmark. www.hardymidday.com That's www.hardymidday.com Welcome back to Hardy Midday here on Rule Country 102.1 The Outlaw. It's time now for your weather report and forecast. 86 degrees out. Feels like 98 degrees. Mostly sunny skies with no predicted chance of rain. Your shade temperature is 91 degrees. Winds east southeast at 5 miles an hour with gusts up to 6. Your air quality is fair. The maximum UV index is 8 very high. The humidity extremely humid at 62%. Your dew point 72 degrees, 10% cloud cover, 10 miles of visibility, and your cloud ceiling all the way up at 30,000 feet. Your Hardy County forecast, including the cities of Wachita Bowling Green and Zolfo Springs, last updated 11:12 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This afternoon, mostly sunny skies with highs in the mid-90s, east winds around 5 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy in the evening, then clearing, lows in the lower 70s. Southwest winds around 5 miles an hour, becoming southeast around 5 after midnight. Thursday, sunny, a slight chance of showers and storms in the afternoon. Highs in the mid-90s, southeast winds around 5 miles an hour, chance of rain 20%. And Thursday night, mostly clear, a slight chance of showers and storms in the evening, lows in the lower 70s with west winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, and a 20% chance of rain. That's your hearty midday weather report and forecast. You're all caught up now, so let's go to your agriculture news. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your Agribusiness Update. The National Watermelon Promotion Board's Food Service Program is showcasing the versatility of watermelon as a trend-forward ingredient. In its own 2022 Food Service Operation Omnibus and Consumer Survey, 72% of consumers believe that fresh watermelon is underappreciated and restaurants should do more to use fresh watermelon in new and interesting ways. MorningAgClips.com reports the campaign focused on reimagining watermelon in menu offerings by adding it to new, inspiring global flavors. New data from USDA's Economic Research Service shows the majority of U.S. potatoes are now sold in processed forms like frozen, chipped, dehydrated, and canned. With the introduction of french fries as a side dish in restaurants, the share of potatoes that go into frozen products has risen each decade since 1979. Meanwhile, the share of potatoes used as fresh table potatoes has declined. 
American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duval commented on the Biden administration's revised Waters of the U.S. rule. He says EPA had a golden opportunity to write a Waters of the U.S. rule that's fair to farmers and stands the test of time. Duval says the EPA has ignored clear concerns raised by the justices, 26 states, and farmers across the country about the rule's failure to respect private property rights and the Clean Water Act. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm. But which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe the best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are, well, quite frankly, farming. You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on listening to this station featuring the Ag Information Network News. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us. They'll trust you. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with today's Agribusiness Update. Listen up, farmers and neighbors. SNS Irrigation and Farmer Supply can take care of all your irrigation needs, from house pumps to turbine service and backhoe service and more. Whatever your irrigation needs, including PVC pipes for pump and repair services, call owner and manager Randall Smith, 863-773-6255. Also on call if needed. That's SNS Irrigation and Farmer Supply, located at 127 North George Burris Avenue in Wachula. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Urban Agriculture, the new frontier. With your Southeast Regional Ag News, I am Haley Ship. This is the Ag Information Network. From the University of Florida, communities are hungry for urban food production. They report that engagement is continuing at an all-time high when there is opportunity to grow food in containers, hydroponic systems, rooftops, community gardens, and any available green space. Why? Urban food production, also called urban agriculture, provides an avenue to grow food locally, fight food insecurity, and reduce food deserts. With this in mind, leading scientists from the University of Florida Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences and Extension faculty are offering the popular, award-winning, sustainable urban food production short course for the fourth consecutive year. Classes start on October 16th. Participants can choose from in-person and virtual formats. You can register online. All of those details can be found on our website, aginfo.net. Participants meet on Mondays from 1 to 4.30 for six weeks through November 20th. The course features an easy-to-follow curriculum for all audiences, including homeowners, educators, community gardeners, urban farmers, and entrepreneurs interested in this developing industry. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm. But which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe the best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are, well, quite frankly, farming. You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on listening to this station 
featuring the Ag Information Network News. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us, they'll trust you. This has been your Southeast Regional Ag Report on the Ag Information Network. I'm Haley Shipp. For more ag news, visit aginfo.net. And now for your business news, the stock market report and your sports news. With the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Bill Alexander. Stocks closed lower on Wall Street as traders returned from a long holiday weekend. With company earnings reports winding down, oil prices surged about 2% on Tuesday to their highest since November, after Saudi Arabia and Russia extended their voluntary supply cuts to the end of the year, worrying investors about potential shortages during peak winter demand. U.S. auto safety regulators say that 52 million airbag inflators produced by two major auto suppliers need to be recalled because they may rupture and send dangerous metal fragments flying. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration first demanded the recall in May. The number of Canadian pilots seeking to fly in the United States tripled in 2022, according to previously unreported U.S. government data, raising fears of deepening shortages in Canada as pilots seek better wages. For the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Bill Alexander in Washington. With SRN Sports, I'm Jeremy House. Major League Baseball in the American League. The Baltimore Orioles outlast the L.A. Angels. It took extra innings for the Orioles to squeeze out a 5-4 win over the Angels. Twice the O's blew late-inning leads before finally securing their 87th win of the season, most in the American League. It was Jordan Westberg's RBI ground out in the top of the 10th that scored Austin Hayes with the deciding run. Baltimore has now won four straight, while the reeling Angels have lost eight out of nine. Correspondent Mark Myers reporting. Other American League winners included Minnesota, the New York Yankees, Kansas City, Houston, Tampa Bay, and Toronto. In the National League, winners were Miami, the Chicago Cubs, Milwaukee, the New York Mets, St. Louis, San Diego, and Colorado. And one interleague game saw Cincinnati edge Seattle 7-6. This is SRN Sports. In tennis, correspondent Graham Eggers has the results of Tuesday's action at the U.S. Open. Ben Shelton has reached his first U.S. Open semifinal, and he did it by closing out a tense rollercoaster battle against fellow American Francis Tiafo. Shelton, despite 11 double faults, still managed to close out the upset win over the 10th seed, securing its 6-2 in the fourth. His reward? A showdown with three-time former champion Novak Djokovic into the Final Four in New York for the 13th time after straight-setting Taylor Fritz. 19-year-old Coco Goff reached her first U.S. Open semi-final with a straight sets win over Yelena Ostapenko. She next takes on the 10th seed, Karolina Muhova. I'm Graham Agars. In college football, number 21 Duke and 22nd ranked Colorado have jumped into the AP Top 25 poll after scoring the biggest upsets of the opening weekend of the season. This is SRN Sports. And that concludes our time with Hardy Midday Today, brought to you by the Speed Smiles and Service you'll always find at Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960, First National Bank of Wachula at 406 North 6th Avenue, right here in Wachula, and always online at fnbwachula.com. Your quote for the day, behind some angry women are men who have absolutely no idea what they did wrong. Tune in tomorrow for the latest in Hardy County news and information. I've been Glenn, and we will see you then. Until then, have a great and safe and cool rest of your day, folks.
or recording of today's show, send an email with the date of the show requested to hardymidday at gmail.com. Hardy Midday shows may not be sold or redistributed without the express written consent of WAUC Radio and Hardy Broadcasting. The news and event information presented in this show has been verified to the best of our ability. Please contact us if any errors are found. This has been Hardy Midday, a production of Hardy Broadcasting, LLC.